Welcome to Around and Around the OCD Circle. My name is Elizabeth, and I have been living with obsessive compulsive disorder for over 60 years. I am not a therapist or a member of the medical community. I am just an ordinary person like yourself who will be sharing my thoughts and experiences with you with the hope that you will feel less alone. If you don't have OCD, I hope you will learn some information that will help you understand this disorder better. Some of the topics I will be covering may be triggering for you as a listener. If so, I apologize in advance. Since I don't know what your triggers are, please refer to the episode summary in the show notes before listening to each episode. If at any time you feel like hurting yourself or ending your life, please, please call the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline by dialing 988 if you are in the United States. It is open 24 hours a day and you will be connected with the nearest crisis center to receive immediate counseling and local mental health referrals. Now, on to today's episode. Hi everyone, welcome to the very first episode of my new podcast, Around and Around the OCD Circle. I am so glad that you have joined me. Before I start this episode, I want to let you know that you can always email me at aroundandaroundtheocdcircle at yahoo.com. I also currently have a Twitter account and a TikTok and an Instagram. Those will be listed below in the show notes. You're always welcome to contact me, talk to me about your OCD, let's get to know each other, ask me any questions that you want me to address on future episodes. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce myself right now. My name is Elizabeth. I'm 61 years old. I'm a wife, a mother, and a grandmother, and I have obsessive compulsive disorder, and it's commonly referred to as OCD. And I've had it since um, around the fourth grade is the first time I can remember having it. So I'm just curious to know if you have OCD. Maybe you know someone who has OCD or you suspect that you or someone else has OCD. If so, you are in the right place. I also want to tell you that I am not a therapist. I have no medical degree. I'm simply here to share with you my experiences over the last 61 years. Tell you some of the things that I've done to help. Um, I've made a lot of mistakes. I'm hoping that this will help keep you from making those mistakes. And again, I'd love for you to share your stories with me. In the future, I may have some guests on. I don't believe that they will be um, professionals. They'll probably be people who experience OCD on a day-to-day basis. I think it's very important that we hear from others who have this disorder because there are times when we feel alone and listening to the medical community is very informative but it can also be overwhelming and sometimes it's just nice to know that you're not the only one going through things with this disorder. My OCD is unique in that I am not a germaphobe. Uh, I don't perform rituals um, on a regular basis such as washing my hands or checking locks on the doors. Um, My obsession is with people and I have what they call intrusive thoughts. They're thoughts that are not welcome and they are completely illogical. Sometimes I do perform rituals um, to attempt to rid myself of the thoughts but the thoughts don't go away 
um, regardless of whether I do the rituals or not. But they do relieve some of the anxiety. So I've been writing about my OCD for the past several months, so there may be times when I will share some of my writings with you and talk about what I wrote. I may even open a, a blog where you can actually read the writings. haven't decided yet. I also have a YouTube channel which is called Around and Around the OCD Circle and I will be posting this podcast there as well for those of you who are more comfortable with YouTube and you're welcome to leave me a comment there. But I was just hoping that someone in the universe can relate to me. Um, tell me that I'm not alone and maybe this um, podcast will help you. It really doesn't matter if we experience OCD in the same way. We can still understand what it means to have anxiety and yes, it's a mental illness. And I'm absolute proof that mental illness does not have to stand in your way in order to achieve success in a happy life. So I'm going to go ahead and start by telling you a little bit about my type of OCD. I am obsessed with people. And it's just certain people, okay? It can be a person I love, it can be a person I don't like, or even a person I've never met before. And this has happened since I was around 8 or 9 years old. And a little over 20 years ago, I was finally diagnosed with OCD. So I had lived over half my life not knowing what the hell was wrong with me. I knew that the thoughts I were thinking were not considered normal and I never dreamt that I had a mental illness. Now I knew I had had depression in the past, I knew I had anxiety in the past, but there were times that I thought I was absolutely going crazy. And we'll get to what led me to be diagnosed in a later episode. My obsessions or spells, as ChatGPT is telling me, they've lasted as short as six months and they've lasted as long as six years. And last year, my therapist and I came to the realization that these obsessions with a certain person start when there's an unclosed event in my life. And in the future, I want to talk about how we discovered this and how this newfound information has helped me not only end my previous obsessions, but so far, knock on wood, I don't have any wood to knock on right now, but so far I've prevented new ones from happening. Something happens regarding a certain person, there's no closure to that event, and then my brain gets caught in this loop that just never ends. So I don't know if any of you know of someone like me. I'm the only person that I've ever met or known that has this type of OCD. I mean, I'm telling you, I really feel like a freak sometimes. A little bit more about these obsessions. They're not romantic in nature as far as the intrusive thoughts are concerned. Like I'm not saying I don't have romantic feelings for people in the past I have, but they don't have anything to do with the intrusive thoughts. My thoughts tell me that something bad is going to happen to a person, like an accident, or they're going to get really sick, or they're going to die. And not only that, that if I don't perform certain rituals, that I'm going to be the cause of what happens to them. So then what that does is that just gives me guilt 24 hours a day. All right. And that means it's difficult to sleep, it's difficult to work, it's difficult to have a life. And so 
it just goes around and around, which is why I've called this podcast Around and Around the OCD Circle. But I can happily say that I'm at the end of an OCD spell right now. Uh, My current spell began in July of 2018, and we are presently now in May of 2023 as I'm recording this podcast. And each spell is unique in its length and its intensity and the consequences of the spell. This particular one dissipated after about a year and a half. I was I consider myself extremely lucky. I thought I was home free. And then the COVID pandemic hit and for some reason it just returned full force. Um, so much that I considered ending my life. But not because I was unhappy, it was because I was exhausted physically and mentally. 24 hours a day thinking of this one person performing rituals that did not make sense creating new ones out of the blue I I couldn't sleep I ate all the time I couldn't concentrate on my full-time job and on my side business and I was just a it was I was a holy mess so I think that what happened was during COVID I was just so isolated you know we stayed home we didn't go anywhere I was just, I was going stir crazy and then something must have happened with this person and it just triggered and it it came back. So that's never happened to me before. Usually when I have one, another one will eventually replace it and it will not come back. So this one for some reason did and I was very upset about that. Because I'm at the end of the spell though, um, I'm hoping that I'm going to get a break because during this time of this obsession, I, I used to pray all the time, you know, God, just please, you know, make it stop, make it stop. But then I was also praying that there would be many years before I would have another obsession with a person. I just needed a break. I've never had two obsessions overlap, but I, I do have rituals sometimes that I perform between the two. For instance, I have to do some things in a certain way. I have to do some things in a certain order, not to cause anxiety. My wife calls them quirks, but to me, they're just irritating. People who are close to me, like my family, my close friends, they they notice it, but it doesn't really affect my quality of life. So um, we're going to talk in future episodes about some of the rituals I've had and how I've been able to eliminate them. That's very exciting to know. So if you have rituals right now that you're performing, I will give you some tips and tricks on what I did to get mine to leave. <laughs> I thought that I would take this break that I've been given for no telling how long and just discuss my thoughts because... When I'm in the middle of a spell, it's really difficult for me to talk about how I truly feel. And right now, my brain is not in my way right now. It's not controlling my thoughts. I mean, I'm still obsessed with this person, but it's like 1% of my day has been spending thinking about her. And when I do think about her, it's more calming. It's not scary. There's no more anxiety. And I believe that the reason I still have that 1% obsession is because that I know there's going to be a new one coming along around the corner. And that's frightening to me. I don't want that to happen. So I think I'm just hanging on. And 
I don't know, so far it's been working. I like to compare that to like being a child who has seen a very, very scary movie that they never want to see again in their whole life, and somebody forces it to watch it over and over and over again. That's kind of like the anxiety that I'm experiencing right now. But I'm hoping by putting out this podcast, reading your comments, getting your emails, you know, getting um, feedback, by expressing some of my inner thoughts out loud to you, that I will gain the strength to face whatever awaits me in the future. The way I like to describe my OCD to someone is that 24-7, when I'm looking out into the world through my eyes, there is a movie playing between my eyes and what I'm attempting to see. It's very difficult to concentrate on what's right in front of your eyes when your mind is forcing you to think of something else. It's like a fogged up curtain you know, it's flowing back and forth, it's waving like a flag, reminding me that it's there. And I've had to train myself over the years to simply not look through this curtain to the other side, knowing full well that it's never going to disappear, so that I can experience what everyone else in the world sees. I, I just realized that the same is true for my ears. Maybe you've heard of tinnitus, uh, ringing in the ears. I'm trying to think of uh, the the actor William Shatner from Star Trek. He had tinnitus, and it, it's just a constant ringing of the ears. And the sounds from the outside world they don't make themselves known to my brain like most people. All right, and I remember reading that William Shatner went through biofeedback to play frequencies higher than the ringing, so that he kind of tuned the ringing out, and in my ears the sounds have to pass through like a barrier of noises that are in my brain and the noises can be things like songs voices instruments things like that by the way when i say voices i don't mean like schizophrenic voices telling me to hurt someone these are just like a cluster of voices sounding like i'm in the middle of thousands of people they're all talking at once and I can't make out what they're saying but they do a really great job of muting out the sounds of the world around me so my OCD it's competing with my brain 24 hours a day I don't know how yours manifests itself but this is what makes OCD so exhausting for me and I'm thankful for now that I've been given the choice a chance to take a break so that I can tell you about my life a little bit I hope you'll stay with me while I recall my journey. And again, please comment if you would like um, by emailing me, messaging me on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, or on YouTube. I'd love to get to know you and your story if you decide to share it. Most of all, I hope you'll return for the next episode. I wish you the best on your journey. And I'm here to tell you that while OCD cannot be cured, it can be managed, and I'm living proof of that. So I'll talk to you the next time. Bye.